We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome into the pack a day podcast everybody a little emergency edition as you could uh, probably guess if you have any uh, any kind of sports app downloaded on your phone or social media or you, you haven't been living under a rock the big news from today involving the NFL and the Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19 and is going to be out this week against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm Dan Connick. With me is Andrew Berzig. We're going to talk about uh, this real quick, talk about just what it means moving forward for this week, moving forward for the rest of the season with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So, Andrew, um, let, let me just ask you this question. First off, what was your initial reaction when the news came down? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think like everybody else, I was bummed, right? You, you hear that that Aaron Rodgers is out. You think he's going to kind of miss time along the same you know, timeline as what we saw with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard. And then we, we start to get the news to leak out, right? Like that, at first, there's a little bit of optimism, right? It, it's an AFC matchup. Yes, it's cool to see Rodgers versus Mahomes, but at the end of the day, we're going to get a chance to see Jordan Love evaluated. Aaron Rodgers is going to get an extra bye. All things are good. And then the news drops that Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated. There's a a whole bunch of um, other things that that's going to impact, potentially maybe missing another game beyond Kansas City. And it's frustrating. It's kind of annoying, honestly, uh, and and it certainly hurts as a, a Packers fan to to be getting that news. Yeah, let, let's start with that first about the 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 part about Aaron Rodgers being unvaccinated because I think that came as a shock to a lot of us. And yeah, you know, I was just talking with with some other people about this and how I think we all just assumed that he was vaccinated. And th- there's the clip going around now from his his press conference in, in training camp in the preseason where he's asked very point blank, are you vaccinated? And he says, yes, I'm immunized. Which, which looking back on it now, we, we take as he's not actually vaccinated, but at the time, you know, we all just kind of assume, Oh yeah, he, okay. He, he is no one kind of, you know, pulls, pulls the thread a little bit. 
the thing that the thing that kind of really sets sets this apart because at first I was kind of angry when I saw this because I thought it was sort of a selfish thing. You know, if he didn't get, actually get vaccinated, it, it, is he breaking protocol was the first thing I thought of. Has he been lying about that? But if the Packers know that he's unvaccinated, apparently the NFL has been treating him as unvaccinated. The thing that the thing that really stuck out to me was the report from Rob Domofsky, where apparently he requested to the NFL a quote unquote alternative treatment be counted as being fully vaccinated. And the NFL denied that request and has been treating him as unvaccinated. So everyone in the everyone else in the league, the the front office, him, they've all known he's been unvaccinated. And I I just it just feels like I've been sort of it like I said, it feels like we've been sort of lied to by by omission in, in this whole situation, you know? Yeah, and so I mean, there's all sorts of things that that are gonna float through our heads when when it comes to that. For for me, at first, it was that clip, right, of the media directly asking him, "Have you received the vaccine?" And he said, "Yes, I am right. immunized." So I don't care that he maybe wasn't, you know, or he was he was just being a little misleading, or he he was still telling the truth in his perspective. He answered that question, yes. And so to, to that matter, like he, he outright lied, he, he misled, uh, you know, the media, I think the fan base and all of that would be okay if he then followed the proper protocols. But, you know, it, it does seem the NFL knew and they've been just sort of looking the other way um, because certainly he has been following the masking mandates on the sideline and, and, you know, after games and stuff. And so I do wonder if now the NFL is going to look to make an example out of him being the biggest name in the league and, um, you know, now being in the limelight. I, I do think that there's going to be a push to punish Aaron Rodgers, potentially the Packers. I don't know if that'll come in the, the form of fines, if there'll be any draft pick punishment. But if you're the NFL right now. There's some things you're trying to get out of the news cycle, right? Washington football game, right. the Henry Ruggs situation. And so you will do whatever you need to do to push this story because it's not as bad as those things. And so, you know, I do wonder if if they're going to kind of get caught in the crossfire. The other thing is, you know, Aaron Rodgers very publicly uh, out partying in, in Green Bay for, for Halloween yep. maskless with his teammates. And it just seems to me, you know, vaccines and, and COVID and other things have gotten politicized and w whatever you happen to think about it. It's troubling that somebody who is the leader of the organization who is saying, I want more responsibility. I want more input. I want to be a leader amongst men. I want this to be you know, potentially even my my last stand as a Green Bay Packer that is going to be as reckless as he has been. That to me is troubling. I think we go back to this offseason where a lot of the fan base was kind of sick of him. He's won back so much of that, probably almost all. And now you have this situation. And I, I, I think we regress back to the the where we were maybe in, you know, July in, in the attitude towards Aaron Rodgers. And it's kind of like, oh, man, this again, huh? Yeah, I, I'm, and I like what you brought up about the NFL maybe coming down harder than they would have usually in a situation like this, because 
it almost feels like it would be a situation like Deflategate, where they took a situation and went hard, like hammered down on a situation like this to show that we are the tough league. We're not going to put up with any of this. Nobody is above the commissioner or the law or, or whatever. Not to say that they would do that, but it's sort of like the situation that you're describing, you know, the, the, it's got those same kind of telltale signs that it could be something like this. And I think that that is something to really keep an eye on is how much do the Packers know about how much, how much were the Packers involved in any of this kind of stuff? Not to say that there's necessarily a lot of wrongdoing or really any wrongdoing. They easily could have, he could have been following all of the protocols inside the, inside the stands or inside the, the uh, facilities, inside meeting rooms, doing all of, all of that stuff, you know, trying to like go back and look through all the protocol stuff recently if that party is less than 15 people, I think that there's like a gray area there that he can kind of get away with there. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of these different little things, but I think the biggest thing is just being selfish with it. And mm -hmm. like, like you said, if this is your last time here, you want this to be your last memory as a green Bay Packer. Like you said, You've been doing a great job so far. Seven-game winning streak, some vintage Aaron Rodgers moments, all the classic Mount Rushmore Aaron Rodgers moments this season. Things are looking great halfway through, and now this drops. And I don't care what what the stance of your vaccine is or whatever, but if you came into this season as a player purposefully unvaccinated, then you made a choice to say that I am risking not being potentially available for my team at any given moment during the season. And not only that, but like you said with the Halloween party, now I'm also potentially spreading that to other players and having them miss opportunities and game time as well because of this decision. I won't, I won't comment on if it was the right or wrong decision for Aaron Rodgers, but that's the decision you made. And so, for in my mind, like you said, that just takes away a lot of the goodwill that you bought back up and built back over the last two months or so. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, and I think there's there's really two different ways to look at what is going to be Aaron Rodgers' absence for one or two games. Number one, we get this really cool opportunity to audition Jordan Love with a really close to full power offense Mm -hmm. uh, with with all the players returning off of COVID, off of injury. Um, There's going to be some opportunities for Jordan Love, especially against a pretty susceptible Kansas City Chiefs defense, to show what he can do. And that part is really exciting. Potentially against the Seahawks without Russell Wilson, too. So, like, I mean, we could see some some great opportunity to get a little bit of a viewpoint into what potentially could be the future for the Green Bay Packers organization. The downside of that is remember how excited Aaron Rodgers was to finally get that home NFC championship at Lambeau Field? Well, guess what? The Packers are right now tied for the one seed in the NFC, and they have an opportunity to drive it home again right like to have that first round buy and now so valuable with only getting the one seed that that gets the buy and to potentially have you know the NFC championship go through Lambeau Field yet again except this time with the with the stands full and so are we going to lose that if there's a slip up or two with Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers is is out and i i mean that that's i guess the scary pessimist side of me talking but you know they're 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 sort of a somebody on both shoulders right like there is some good that will come out of this and and i think whether it is to create a market for a trade in the offseason jordan love or to look at jordan love as the heir apparent that experience is great the flip side is if it derails this season, right? And now you have to go on the road to LA or you have to go on the road to Arizona or Mm -hmm. you have to go on the road to Dallas. That becomes a much more difficult situation for this Green Bay Packers team and, and maybe reduces their chance at winning another Super Bowl. Yeah. And not to keep harping on it, because you go back, everything you said just goes back again to why would you make it harder on yourself to be unvaccinated and to, you know, you know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, let alone an NFC championship game, which you haven't been able to do yet in the last couple of years. It's hard. It's hard when you when you are missing a David Bakhtiari or a Devontae Adams. But but to but to put yourself into this disadvantageous situation for for reasons really doesn't sit well with me. Um, Andrew, let's talk a little bit more about the the concrete what it means for this Sunday. Now we still don't know the status of Jordan love. That's kind of the big question mark at this point right now, from what we know, or from what I've, I've heard and seen, he is vaccinated. That's, that's my understanding is that he and Kurt Benkert are both vaccinated. Kurt Benkert is obviously on the COVID list from what I understand of how it works. Because he tested positive, he does still have that 10 days. So I don't think that he is available. He would not be available at all. So we're still waiting to see if Jordan Love becomes has he become a close contact. Does he actually have it? We don't know. So let's 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 say going into this game, we don't have Jordan Love available. Because I think we've talked now, you mentioned about Jordan Love being available. It becomes sort of a weird uh, silver lining 
if Jordan Love gets to play this week. Because as you said, gets to play with almost a full, complete healthy offense. The defense is still, you know, playing at a high caliber. You're going up against a team that, you know, sort of middle of the road, kind of trending downward this year. So you get a little bit of an, you're not being thrown right into the lion's den. And you get to see a full game plan around Jordan Love. If he isn't able to go, where do you think we go? Because the first thing I think of is Blake Bortles. Is, is yep. that is that where you go? It's got to be, you would imagine. I mean, at least he has a little bit of an understanding of the playbook, and you could come in and do that. I don't even remember what the name of the Broncos wide receiver that ended up starting at quarterback ah, for them last year was. But uh, it, it, in, in a horrible situation, maybe we see Randall Cobb running a ton of wildcat and the Packers just hoping that they can run the ball. I don't know. Um, I, I think, you know, who knows what Blake Bortles is up to, how good a shape he's in, uh, how similar the playbook that he learned in the offseason is to the one that exists now. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers just need to seclude Jordan Love in a room, don't let anybody breathe on him, and just pray that he's going to have a series of negative tests leading up to the game because – that, to me, is the one chance the Packers have to win this game. I think if he plays against the Chiefs team that I've seen so far this year, it's it's a toss-up matchup. You know, I, I would say the Chiefs should be favored because they're at home, but it, it is not uh, a situation where the Packers go in severely undermanned. I just think that without Jordan Love, I don't know what your game plan even looks like. I mean, it, you'd, you'd probably see a really, really heavy leaning on the run game in, in that situation, just hoping that your quarterback doesn't break your back. Yeah, I like I said, I, I'm with you. I think Blake Bortles is the obvious first choice. I, I mean, regardless, I think you have to give Blake Bortles a call if Love is healthy or not, because you need a backup quarterback. Like you right. can't run in there with just Jordan Love being your only guy. So you need somebody. And I would think, and it makes me think back now, you know, to yesterday when there was a couple of these practice squad roster spots that were remaining open and people like, Oh, look, is it going to be a trade? Is it going to be this? It makes me wonder like now, like looking back, like were they sort of keeping that open in case some test or something came back negative, you know, like, like did, did we know something yesterday that we were just kind of planning around and, and waiting to kind of waiting to kind of see, but I mean, if Blake Bortles comes in, he would, that's that's your worst case scenario I feel like because I think even even putting a like Randall Cobb back out there like he knows the offense at least and it might be a weird different style of offense maybe you only throw the ball like 10 10 times 10 15 times you run like sort of a weird wild option kind of kind of thing to me I almost appreciate that a little bit more than than pulling Blake Bortles off the street and coming in and having him try to throw because He's probably only going to throw about as much as uh, as Randall Cobb would, you know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it could get really interesting. Um, I, I think we just need to uh, really, really hope that Jordan Love is going to test <laughs> negative, and so we don't have to worry about all these crazy scenarios. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we we will see. It's 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 troubling. I, I also wonder what the impact on the rest of the team is because if there's a little bit of a delay in in some of the exposure for the other players who who were around Aaron Rodgers, right? Like everybody right. was around him, but then and Mercedes course, Lewis was right there. Yep, and so you you wonder um, what what 
the rest of the week is going to look like from a testing perspective and, and how big of a potential problem this is going to be down the line. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, I think even Randall Cobb was at that Halloween party, if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> I think literally maybe every possible person that's ever thrown a football for the Green Bay Packers might be at risk of, of a close contact with Aaron Rodgers. We don't know yet. Um Obviously, there is still going to be a lot more coming out about this story today, even tomorrow. The re- I mean, the rest of the week, it, it, this isn't going to stop. So we hope that you subscribe, rate, review on all of your podcast apps on YouTube. Subscribe as well so you get notifications every time we go live in case there's breaking news like this as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. Uh, Andrew, do you want to let people know where they can find you? I'm at Andrew Mertig. Perfect. And I'm on Twitter as well at DK all the way. Uh, again, Aaron Rodgers out with COVID this week will not have the State Farm Bowl. Uh, I know Jake from State Farm was anticipated to to be there at Arrowhead. Uh, I'm not sure if what plans change now. Maybe he can play quarterback. Um, but uh, regardless, we'll keep you updated with more information as it comes out. So follow us here on the Packaday Podcast for more info. Until next time, everybody, stay safe, wash your hands, and go Pack Go. Go back, go.